0: Hello and welcome to For the Love of Mary, a podcast series that tracks my journey to finding the relationship between the Virgin Mary and the position of women in Ireland. It's told through the conversations and stories shared with some of the most amazing women on this island. My practice as an artist is very much founded in the idea of gathering the stories of women, and this project was no different. Supported by the Arts Council of Northern Ireland, Siap Award, I was able to travel to meet with women, research the ideas that came up in our conversations, document shrines, all with the view of getting to the bottom of why she's so prevalent in Irish culture and from that create new works of spoken word and poetry. I had no script, no questions drafted. So what you're about to hear are all very much responsive conversations. I hope you enjoy this journey just as much as I did. Don't forget to share and subscribe and thank you for listening. Hello and welcome to episode 13 of For the Love of Mary podcast. In this episode, I get to sit down and have a conversation with Siobhan McSweeney. Yep, Siobhan McSweeney, the absolutely amazing actor, writer, feminist, all-round, just general amazing woman that she is um i was very grateful that she took time out of her very busy schedule to sit down and have a cup of tea with me and a chat i hope you enjoy listening to this podcast as much as i enjoyed making it and i will catch you on the other side thanks enjoy cheers that is awful (laughs) yeah. <laughs> better than a book in the eye. in the
1: eye with it I don't know how it tasted I don't know I'm celiac and vegan I'm used to <laughs> <the tasting laughs> my dad was celiac we uh, used to have that He cor- got diagnosed in the 80s we had that corn pasta we used to call it glow in the dark pasta because it was just that yellow we like house
0: yeah, it's, it's, it's it. it they've got, it got they've got better at it. so but much better start. yeah they have yeah yeah, yeah but at
1: the start oh my goodness
0: it was, it was grainy and and seconds between mm-hmm. Coop, nearly really ready. ready yeah and Semolina <coughs> yeah yeah horrible um yeah so what me? you are here mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about the Virgin Mary okay if that's cool with you
1: thank you so much for agreeing to do this not at all. It's not at all, delighted to be here to talk about Big M herself. Big M herself. There she is on your t shirt. How lovely. <laughs> Do people think you're very religious when they, they see that?
0: Uh, oh, actually, so we have this little, we have this little, um, sorry, Lady, have got a little big cut out etching thing that lights up and I, I felt like a thing for the tacky religious merch. Yeah. And I saw this and of course. John, being the lovely man that he is. He went and bought it to me, but whenever I had said about getting it, my daughter was like, "No, mum, please, no. People will think you're religious. No, yeah, please, yeah, don't yeah, do yeah. this." And of then, course. whenever, whenever I got it, she was like, "I, I don't believe it. People <laughs> are going to think." Like, I did my degree in theology. Yeah. People don't think I'm religious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. You know where? Where do you think they're going to go with this? They. I, Although now I am becoming, like I have become, the woman that's obsessed with Mary. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll never let your friends go away off on holiday. They're sending you pictures of shrines that they've taken because this might be of interest to so you. I love
1: it. Is. It's quite a, it's quite not fashionable, but it's a lovely aesthetic. The Mexican prayer candles and all those sort of, um, not Cuban, but like. Floridian, and that sort of Latina, Latino uh, community of the, the the prayer candles and the the beautiful flowers and everything. They're
0: all so colourful. I know. And, yeah. Yeah, it's really
1: not like the uh, stone stone grey grottos. Oh, mm.
0: or that deep blue. Although there's there is a grotto <clears throat> in Gorda and it's um, come to New Donegal very very well in <laughs> that kind of area. There's a grotto in Donegal, and um, in Gortaghark, and it's just outside the cemetery, <clears throat> uh, or it us It's the back of one part of the cemetery, anyway. Um, it's the most. I don't, how do you put it? It's like Lady of the Night, Midnight Blue. The, Ooh, the blue that's painted. Is, right. It's really dark and really, really rich. Like it should have been on the railings of some, I don't know, gate or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, but it's, yeah. It's been painted down the back and not of because it's so she's a she a lady of so she's got the blue sash going that way. I wouldn't
1: be able to tell all the difference the differences between learning these <laughs> 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 better than me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> learning But yeah, she's she's got the blue sash going across here and yeah, it's this deep, deep, deep dark blue, like Lady of the Nightmare. Mary.
1: Fair play? Yeah. Yeah. Mary for all seasons. Mary
0: mm-hmm. right? Yeah
1: yeah pick up the one you want one well, that's
0: i think that's, is that not the way that it yeah. works yeah.
1: yeah yeah which one do you need today
0: yeah we have um there's an altar growing on my fireplace there's a what an altar that has grown on my fireplace really Oh, it started off with Echo Mary, which is the light up one, and I was performing in the Royal Albert Hall in June, and we were going through security, and we had her with us in her box, and every time when I mean, it was in John, it was in his box or in his bag, and every time we went through airport security, I like, we need to see what's in the box. He's like, it's
1: Mary, she lights up too. Do you want to see? But <laughs> the, the, the why were you being stopped by security? Just going in and out of the um right, okay, yeah, the secure the um, X ray machine.
0: It wasn't even, an end. Really? it was a table, and two, two, two oh members gosh. of staff on the table, but at the end of the day it was like, we'd been out for, I don't know how many smokes and coming in and somebody new was on along with this this old guy, and so she was like, I need to see what's in the box, of course he was like, it's Mary, she lights up, and the other guy goes, I've seen this so many times, it's fine, go on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'd say they've seen many things, many Marys pass. I would say, like, why is it with the Irish? So, yeah, I know, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've ever, I think I've had some medals secretly put into suitcases when I was, when I was travelling. Although my family, they'd have ribbons, they'd, blessed ribbons, they'd put them in, which is quite nice. Oh. A ribbon is nice. You can use it for other things. That's that's, that's handy. That's <laughs> handy. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I I w- grew up close to Balanced Spittle during the eighties, and uh, when the moving statue craze was happening, we 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 went down there as a family. And it's funny because I I know my Although I, I'm not even sure if he remembers it, but he used to always describe it as the day he went to get chips. My brother. Right. And I remember it as the day that I saw the Virgin Mary move. And so we both, because there was sort of, so you go down to the, I suppose, yeah, I suppose it was a grotto or whatever, and there'd be people, yeah, it was a grotto and people kneeling and doing, but of course the local chippies, the local chip vans and Mr. Whippies and what have you would come along too. So it was a great sort of, a, uh, sense of affair or whatever you know <laughs> so silly people intently staring <laughs> of course being the overdramatic child I was and possibly still am um, I had convinced myself anyway that I'd seen her move I think also but I also I believe that that was around the time that I convinced myself that I was going blind as well because oh that I needed glasses that's what it was because I'd seen something, somebody on telly who looked lovely in glasses, so I really wanted glasses. So I used to spend hours crossing my eyes, <laughs> trying to make my eyes bad.
0: Um, and and did it work? Did you ever?
1: I ended up there. Actually, funnily enough, my one of my eyes, I do have bad, bad sight in one of my eyes, but in, I think it's in spite of that rather than because of it. Uh, but yeah, so I was prone to stupid things like that. So uh, when I saw. When we went down to Balnysbred, the moving statue, of Balance Spittle, Um of course, even like no, nobody in my family believed me. Obviously, nobody in my family believed me, but I was utterly convinced that I'd seen her move. <laughs> <If laughs>
0: that, that sounds quite like quite. I suppose understandable and, and strange at the same time that, like, almost a tourist attraction yeah. had happened. Yeah.
1: At that please, but you see, it, but you see it like you see the knock, don't you? I mean, knock is like this weird, tacky Las Vegas in a way, isn't it? I mean, the glow, in the glow in the dark rose rebeats. Yeah, the glow I mean, in the dark Marys. But what can they be for, except I don't know. In in my aunts has my grandma, grandma says that they have have a, had a sacred heart and. And we'd all be over. I would be in a camp bed in the living room, and there would be the sacred heart. I'm just lying awake, looking at it, going, not feeling scared, but thinking back, going, why wasn't I terrified? Because it's a horror movie; wouldn't be wouldn't be more scary. Like the light, the red lighting, the exposed heart, the the intense eyes, the pointing. (laughs) And you're like, oh, that's lovely. I think I'll go to sleep now. Isn't it amazing how you just accept these? Symbol these images that are objectively scary. They are scary, and they are odd. But we take them as being comforting. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, there's been looking a lot at um, because it's come up quite a lot the that serenity that Mary has, and that um, the smile that she has. But I looked at every single every single statue every single docu- documented photograph of a shrine i've looked really closely she's not smiling at all
1: there's no smile oh there's no no actual smile oh that's weird because there is this sort of yeah there is this sort of like in my own head now i'm seeing her smile and there's something about what being told about her being ever patient and ever compassionate and ever caring, the eternal mother, you know.
0: Yeah. she had always had that submissive, slight tilt.
1: I know. In her head. Yeah, pissed me off. <laughs>
0: you can and I curse? You can totally yeah. curse. I. Yeah, it's fine. Um, I, what
1: always astounded me was the fact that she would appear so often. Like she must have been exhausted just appearing all the time. And I remember being very, very young and in our bungalow at home like the corridor going down, if you had managed to stay up before, after everybody else had gone to bed and uh, the light would be off in the corridor and you, so you're going down to your room in the pitch dark and I, I remember, remember, I probably shouldn't I remember praying so hard that she wouldn't appear to me that night because I knew it was going to happen (laughs) I understood that this was going to happen because all you were doing was hearing about it happening
0: yeah
1: and not not from my family and not from but you understood. I don't know because that wasn't coming from my family my family had a very um I don't know what's the right word like they went to mass and stuff but there was no I'm gonna call it. There was no foolishness. Yeah. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. No um, um, indulgent piety.
1: No, and no sort of nonsense, really. You know. Um, uh, and so, so it wasn't coming from them. So I was picking up on the fact that she could and would appear to me, not because I was special, but because that's what she did. That you'd be tormented by her appearing every so you're like, oh god, I can't be dealing with. I can't cope now if, if she appears to me like I've got homework I've got a lot of stuff to do tomorrow it'll be really annoying <laughs> if she appears because that's the day ruined <laughs> yeah, love that. there was this pure inevitability of it <laughs> I think that's the best thing I've ever got homework and all this stuff to do I'm, and I'm that'll, that'll be the day be ruined <laughs> Mary could you at least me, you can't just turn it's it's like somebody turning up at your house god a nightmare she just turned up yeah, yeah. <laughs> not having a phone call <laughs> And got a child in the house washed, and she was there for hours. So yeah, um, <laughs> expecting tea. Expecting tea. Christ <laughs> Almighty, she, she arrived, not a biscuit in hand or anything. Um, <laughs> but it was and I like, like passionately praying, like the same way that a child would passionately hope that their lie doesn't get found out, or that Santi would realise that they're good, or you know, or that the tooth fairy would come, or. I mean i i don't mean any disrespect to people who have faith but i'm talking about the fever with which a child would believe all these things well equally
0: well yeah well it is sort of in the same bracket because, it is you know we, as children we view santa as a bit of a god it that shows up one night mm-hmm. knows what you're doing God knows what you're doing, Santa knows yeah. they're they're kind of on a level. Yeah. He shows up and he will leave you present. God doesn't do that. Yeah, yeah.
1: And Dad used to do, we had Santy really yeah. well in our house because he'd ring our doorbell, <gasps> I know. So we were terrified of Santy as well. Yeah, wow. staring at the, and we'd get a phone call from our aunt going, he's just been, because she, she lived, whatever, 20 miles away going, listen, I don't know if it's true, but he's been spotted you like, he's been spotted, he's been spotted. He gets Yeah, it's just this complete acceptance. And it was that same attitude of like, oh God, I really can't be dealing now with Mary. Yeah. If, if Holy Mary appears to
0: me. <laughs> I think, uh, so because I didn't, I, I grew up in a in a person's mm. house. Um, so Mary was not a figure. Yeah. In the same way. Yeah. But I do remember sitting on the toilet and being like, God, Yeah. do not be watching me right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this... I don't even want to know what I'm doing, but you know.
1: I remember burping and saying, excuse me to God, yeah. in a room by myself. Isn't it, isn't it crazy the things that- It's crazy and a child, it's a miracle, we're, it, we're somewhat normal. It, it, I wouldn't call myself normal, look how my life has turned out, but uh, but yeah, that's remarkable if you were to explain that. <laughs> but it you know, tw- what? I remember um, May, like my man when I was small, again, like there was a period of my childhood not influenced by anybody else at all. It was purely, it came from me mm-hmm. and supported, but it came from me this uh, devoutness. Uh, not a conservativeness, but like this, un- because I grew up in the countryside, there was this sort of equivalency of the loveliness outside and of a so called God and of a so-called Mary, do you know what I mean? They were all intertwined for me. It was a very natural interlinking, you know? But I remember like deciding to have a, a May altar in my room and man being delighted because it hadn't come from her, but being delighted because it was something that she used to do, not necessarily about the devoutness. Again, it's not, again, I used, yeah. Because um, I, I suppose it's interesting because I don't have that face now at all. At all, at all. And and I'm wary of sounding, because I have great criticisms towards the institution, but I also have a sort of a a slight indulgent softness for a little girl running around collecting primroses and nice leaves and bits of fern so that she can, and putting them in a jam jar beside A lady who was going to be like your own mammy. Do you know I have a fondness for that for that spirit because it's it's quite and to celebrate her like you're celebrating your mammy in a way aren't you? Yeah. But I suppose you know a bitter old cynical Siobhan how many years on 30 years on is going yeah why did you have to be a mother like why is it always why is the feminine a mother, yeah, <laughs> and and such sort a of very odd mother. <laughs> yes, passive. That's this passivity, which was in direct con, con, uh, con uh, contrast to my own experience of what mothers are like. The absolute opposite of being passive. I think most of us. Yeah, I <laughs> like yeah,
0: my mother was not that. Yeah, and I don't know, and I, I think so. Part part of the part of the journey was. Like trying to uncover why, why is that what we, ha- why is that how we view her? Mm. Because there are like the the tiny tiny fragments that we have of Mary in biblical texts. Um, she's not that that sort of very very passive. Like she doesn't appear that very passive character as yeah. such. You know, there's. I mean there's the, whole, there's the whole thing in Luke where she's, um, where she's visited by the angel and she's told this, the, good, the good news, uh, you're pregnant or you're going to be pregnant, uh, no father, um, you've been chosen because you are special.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. And there's this, this sort of statement that she makes of like, as you say it, let it be and it's supposed to be her uh, exhibiting free will. Right. Even though she's created with yeah. the purpose of being the mother of yeah. this, and how did you turn down God?
1: Yeah, and I don't know. I uh, I suppose because I link my faith to my childhood. My analysis never goes as far as the Bible. Oh yeah. Okay and i think that's probably a very catholic traditionally catholic thing as well you know historically yeah what is it a
0: prophet a major prophet a gospel and a letter it's
1: usually yeah the that's right G- that's the, the you, you don't you don't go to the source i mean that's the whole thing isn't it that's what the the, the the reformation one one of the main things about the reformation wasn't it so for me it's more when i think about that unanalytical accepting yeah. faith I had, which had to do with my youth. Yeah. Um, I don't think about <clears throat> the biblical side of it. I think of it as this: the eternal feminine, the Jungian idea, the, 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 the image of the feminine that is in every culture, in every civilization and in every mythology the way that you I mean to translate from the bible which was uh, whether or not you believe it's correct yeah you have to admit that it is written down by somebody else it is created it may be correct but it is still created yeah the the item itself the scrolls etc
0: yeah and it is i mean it's very limited in in its exploration and there's a lot of stuff that has like ideas that have come from it that have been you know taken out of yeah you know, okay so this said this it must mean but, um that's true, that's true, yeah I mean like we were we were talking just before this about that whole idea of um, the hang-ups that we have over food and things like yeah, that yeah. and part of the research that I did was um, looking at Saint Jerome, who had this obsession with chastity and uh, virginity and um, he actively actively, um encouraged women to fast excessively fast in order for their body to lose as much mass as possible so that they would stop having their period.
1: Oh right. I've heard of I've I've read or understood this idea of fasting so that you become less substance and the idea of it being of your body being pure. Yeah. And that's that's a, a direct um pathology
0: yeah and so this idea of that you lose enough if you lose enough mass on your body you will no longer be able to sustain reproductive functions and so your body that part will shut down and you will be yeah. then chased and you know oh,
1: the, the idea of chastity which is <coughs> the idea of, 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 of so much of Christianity which separates your mind from your body which separates your soul from your body that this is just mortal coil which is this cumbersome thing that we have to drag around with us until we get to the good stuff at the end you know and and i suppose when i think about mary in particular yeah i don't think about the corporal she's sort of divested of her own form as well isn't she
0: yeah she doesn't really i mean we right. we've been looking at a lot of the statues and and there are some um, there are some very few that are kind of still have like a, an element of maternal about them. There's one in Maharoti at the beach there. There's a little shrine. at lovely. It's behind a glass PVC door or a PVC door even. Um, it's it's fantastic. But she's got the baby there and right. very clearly <laughs> looks like a woman. But then there are others that you you know other than the submissive gaze you know that it's Mary she's so robed there's not there's no shape no form we well, I
1: always found, to... found the shape really interesting as I got a bit older <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: yeah that's okay you can elaborate go for it oh
1: no I, I, I just put you know um, that you know the sort of um, the vulva the, the, yeah. the uh, that shape that and I I suppose like I, I like that <laughs> I do too I like and I don't think it's an accident and and if it's not conscious, it's beautifully unconscious, and I think that speaks even louder.
0: Yeah, um, I like I like the idea of it not being a conscious decision. No. I like the idea of it being a secret that we yeah. women share. Yeah. Um, yes,
1: yes, yes. I also like it that it sneaks out of us, out of out of out of men too, out of it's in us so much as humans yeah. and that doorway perhaps that whatever you want to call it is is so in us yeah. that it has to come out in some way that you find yourself idly and you're like oh i've just drawn a cock and balls and you don't <laughs> you, your hand just went you, you know like that yeah and it's it's this you know if, if you take something away it has to come back it comes back some way or the other yeah. and i think there's something somebody was telling me recently about the he was talking about how he felt sorry i mean it was a bit of a grandiose thing but it was interesting i thought because i would never heard that before he was sorry for um not necessarily anglican but for for some protestant religions that take away mary completely because you're ending up with a psyche that doesn't have the feminine yeah and a lands- an internal landscape that doesn't have the feminine
0: Yeah, she just disappears into. She's his mother. That's it, and she and she just disappears, and isn't isn't a figure really. She
1: she she was she Mm -hmm. she's so huge, and you petition her. You, yeah.
0: Yes, you ask her because Jesus won't.
1: It's like you know he might say no. He might say no. You'll go around the back and ask mammy.
0: Cause everyone knows yeah. that's how you get the your way to a man. Yeah. you go to his mummy. Yeah, and she will she will sort it out for you. Yeah. 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 There's, I guess, whenever you look at like the you know in that in the feminine form and, and I suppose you know in Irish culture the old sort of she in the gig and it's not even in Irish culture like she, it, it kind of goes across. In Breton culture and yeah. um, and other Celtic cultures, um, that that image of
1: the shield gig, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and I wonder, was there maybe a, a a conscious idea to replace that with?
1: Oh, I think so, definitely. Yeah. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah. definitely, and it's a it's a taming of the feminine as well, isn't it? Yeah. It's a um, because we don't know what the shield the gigs are really. You know, there's so many theories and. There are some that appeal to me more than others, but we don't know, because there isn't a consistency with where they're found, how they're found, and how they're described, you know? Yeah. But but it's a way to tame, it's a way to clothe, and it's a way to closet. And there's something about... Uh, Idolising. <laughs> you know, you're stripping your... I mean, you can't strip a humanity away from something that isn't human. But it's stripping the fallibility away, isn't it? Yeah. If you put them on a literal pedestal.
0: Yeah, and I um so like yeah, part of the part of my discoveries on her was the that she was because she was the human element of Jesus. Yeah. So she had to be a perfect example of humanity. Yeah. In order to give him something to learn from. Yeah. But yeah, she's stripped of all of the. She's she's totally dehumanized. She's stripped of anything that we would associate with a mother. You know, I think.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm going. To, it's funny because I I just haven't thought about it in, in so long. It's not something that. And and I suppose as a child you understand what a mammy is anyway and. If you're told a mammy, you just throw your own mam's characteristics onto this plaster. Yeah. But you're right. The passivity, the acceptance, the suffering. Yeah. But there's a great joke, and and it's one I use when we talk about the fight. For gender parity in this country. I use it as to how much of a responsibility we as women have to how our men folk have grown up as well. How many Irish mothers does it take to change a light bulb? Don't mind me, I'll sit in the dark. And for me that sort of sums up this martyrdom. Of course, I'm sure every culture can sort of say that. But the, the martyrdom of motherhood, the sacrifice, the eternal sacrifice, the putting somebody else before themselves, then also the guilt around it. And, you know, the way that, it, like, in a practical sense, that creates an unhealthy dynamic and resentment and it builds yeah. up and blah, 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 But for me, it does the martyrdom of the, of the Irish mammy. And there's something about, you know, what's the original, who's the original martyr to all this would be Mary herself.
0: Yeah. I mean I suppose like when you look at sort of like the forming of the constitution and that equality kind of the the equality legislation or like when they were writing about, you know, everyone being equal and how many times that was altered and changed and sidelined to another part so that it wouldn't be looked at in the same mm-hmm. way and that the the the, dis- the clear discomfort of having women being in mm-hmm.
1: That all are equal, and that comes with the church's interference. That there's a, a straight line graph there.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I've only been sort of like trying to. Uh, I've been reading a lot about that about the the, the, the drafting of the constitution and um, and how it was um, sort of like the link between. You know where things were going. The the in then the sort of the church their mm-hmm. like reticence in getting involved and then them getting involved and then the constitution being drafted. Um, I'm sort of like yeah. jumping in and out of that, but yeah, there is a, like you can see a very clear kind of um, then that development into the image of the strong Irish sons, strong Irish man, and these. Warriors, these fighters, these like for freedom and truth and all of that, and the passivity of the feminine.
1: Yeah, and the the creation of Mother Ireland as being this um, mother weeping for her dead sons. That that was. Yeah. When you go, oh, what a bore! Give me, give me something else. To give try. me all those Celtic goddesses, please. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. But when I was wearing last night was um. A design by uh, Sarah O'Neill. She's an artist in Portrush. Do you know her work? No, I don't. She, she draws onto silk and she <gasps> prints onto silk. And uh, she works an awful lot from Irish mythology. And the thing I worked on last night was she gave to me Morrigan, the Celtic goddess of war. Wow. And she's like, you know, she's the baddie, right? She's the one that the crow... Mm-hmm. Picks out the eyes and ever since, all these, these beautiful. I'm sure. Can I go out and get it? Yeah, yeah. So I'm just. Dear right listener, <laughs> I'm just slipping out. There's <laughs> so cool. yeah. um, You know, this idea of woman had had to be turned into a witch.
0: Wow. Oh, wow. And the snakes. snakes. Oh, that's so gorgeous. Cool. Mm-hmm. So
1: They're beautiful. Did you poke their eyes out? Yeah, yeah. The chasteness of Mary is quite interesting to her chastity when she, when her literal function was to have had divine sex. <laughs> and like, I suppose at that
0: time, um, you know, if you look at like different mythologies around that time, um, <coughs> so when I was doing my degree, I was told that I had to do a New Testament module, otherwise, to actively avoided the New Testament. The whole way through, and it was, you know, you have to do a new test testament module, otherwise, you're not going to get your degree. Like, oh, okay, so I decided to do Revelation because <laughs> you know, kind kind of stuff pink the fun book, yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> and at the same time, so I was doing English as well, and at the same time, I was reading the Aeneid in English. I was like,
1: yeah,
0: wow, I mean, the plagiarism that went on is kind of you know, or the inspiration and drawing of ideas from one to the other sure and i think that at that time as well in a lot of greek and roman mythology you're having the the epic the idea of the epic was a big thing and so the premise of an epic being that this child has to be born of a divine intervention there has to be uh, some divine divine element in it and the amount of young women who were conned by men, claiming to be the embodiment of a God mm. at that time. So in the, if you frame Mary's experience in that context, she must have been shitting herself. That, you know, pe- what are people going to think? I mean, I was sixteen when I was pregnant, and the the shitting myself of like, oh my god, for some, for the rest of my life, somebody's gonna call me mum.
1: Yeah. I didn't fall pregnant at sixteen, but I remember the fear of falling pregnant and sort of feeling envious a little. What fucking use is Mary, to me? You know, she 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 would have had an, ex- you know she she gets you know she she gets to be pregnant but she won't get given out to you know that sort of yeah she (laughs) that was fine rather than people not believing her i thought oh well she was fine
0: no everybody had to be visited by angels uh, to tell them that this was actually okay <laughs> like do you know and Joseph had to be visited by an angel to say don't reject this woman she's like you need to take her on other you know other people had to be visited by angels to say it's fine and this is all mm. God's plan like so I imagine that must have been I don't know I think about her in a really I, I do think about her in a really human context
1: you do yeah
0: um, I think about her in a sort of like what 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 kind of things would go through your head and the idea of being asked to carry this burden, this huge burden of having a child and then later on watching that child go through hell and back to die. And there's nothing you can do about it. Nothing you can do. Yeah. And thinking about huh, how, how would that like what would the thought process of that like if there was a conversation between her and god what would that have been you know why 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 ask me to do this and then ask me to watch and die
1: you see i i mean i'm literally paid for my imagination and i can't have those thoughts i can't honestly i intellectually i can think about it but emotionally i can't put myself in that place because the idea of being that passive i i i can't feel it and it's not because i'm so active myself you know it's not because i'm so whatever and and it's not a i just can't figure out how i can't f- feel beyond my own indignation because I can't get over the idea of an immaculate conception regardless of faith or whatever the idea of falling pregnant without your consent be it from fucking God or some random rapist yeah I can't I get stuck there yeah that's that's so I'm, I'm still when I think about her emotional journey or whatever if I were to or if I had to I don't know how I'd get over that how and I think about the violence of the Greek myths and the mothers in in Greek mythology. Yeah. And I'm seeing rivers, and I'm seeing babies being drowned. That's what I'm seeing. Yeah. And I think. Yeah, I just can't. I can't. I can't go beyond that. Hmm yeah it and it sort of goes back to like your fear as a teenager any any teenage girl always was terrified of falling pregnant right i remember being terrified of falling pregnant like as a virgin terrified of falling pregnant i didn't know what would happen you know yeah but like for, you know and i i hadn't had was still a virgin didn't, I, I never had sex and still was terrified about falling pregnant like and that's so like thinking about Mary as this eternal mother like I remember going well it's grand for you you don't have my man (laughs) (laughs) she'd kill me yeah
0: well yeah yeah I yeah the consent part I'm I have to say I did like I go through frequent periods whenever I'm sitting down thinking about this of hating everything and everyone and um, I have had periods where I've hated every man in existence ever ever for like coming up with this shit like who yeah. designed this and then went back and went right okay so we have this wee tiny flaw. we need to like put, I don't know patch it up and yeah. put this in here I was thinking this and somebody else going great idea yeah um, and then looking at the damage, the damage that's happened to women and the
1: yeah, completely.
0: And so you were you were involved last year, heavily in in the build up to the repeal. I, somewhat involved.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I was, and it was. I suppose. I mean. Because I don't feel like it's over. I haven't unpacked it. Yeah. But I suppose what my... takeaway is not... I suppose... Because, you know, I'd be out canvassing and people would say... You know, call you a murderer or whatever or like... Would give you the the evil eye or if you encountered any of the the lunatics on the anti-choice side and and it you know it, i remember it just being very um, it, it was emotionally exhausting obviously for everyone and i got off lightly and i got off very very lightly i'm not i'm not saying anything but but i was like why why, why am i doing this why am i doing this and for me, it, 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 could, it would have been any health care, any, any health procedure, medical procedure that would be den- anything, any chocolate bar that would be denied to me, anything in the world that would be denied to me by virtue of my own biology. And that is the major stumbling block for me. When it comes, I suppose not a stumbling block, but it's what powered me through um, um, doing the little bit that I did. Um, it's that's what powered me because the idea of not being able to do anything. So I'm, I'm probably I'm not saying because I'm feeling it and I'm trying to articulate it as I'm feeling it. Sorry. You okay? Um, and so, sorta to link it with Mary, my my, I think that actually now I'm thinking about it, that's why I can't think beyond. Outrage is too often used, and it's too easy a word. There's a better word for it. But my maybe rage. And my incomprehension. That I could. That something could happen to me without me consenting to it yeah so the idea that I would be denied something which is sort of the inside out of consent really yeah. denied something because of my my body and the fact that I would that Mary would be uh she she, she would be forced to carry a child who's the messiah without her consent like yeah. in a weird way I find a symmetry in the pair of those
0: yeah and even to like to go even further, and like sort of on the Catholic idea that her, um, her perpetual yeah, sort of virginity yeah. idea that she was that she was born yeah. outside of the union of yeah like outside of sexual union, so she's free from original sin in order to be clean enough in order to carry this yeah. inside, which is this is where the difference between Protestants and Catholics go. <laughs> oh, well, one of them, um. Uh, that that kind of goes all the way back to her. So there's not even a question no. of her being able to exhibit free will. No. In this. Like there's no there, there's no room for even even her going, well wait a second. No. Can I think about
1: this? No. And also she's our Lady of the Sorrows. The idea that we sit in our sorrow, the way that we, like the Pieta, the, yeah, you know, that our function is to grieve, our function is to sit in the dark. Yeah. Like uh, that womanhood is intrinsically linked with sorrow is another idea that I can't, as I said, I, I have a really good imagination and I can't get my head around it. Yeah. I can't get my heart around it, I suppose. Yeah
0: yeah i've i've um in one of the other one of the other conversations i had with a woman who was who had been in a mother and baby home yeah and um, at the end of the 70s so um, she was she was 19 whenever she was there the level of compa- what threw me completely was the level of compassion that she had yeah, I know. for the nuns that were yeah. that whose care she was in Um, but yeah the the thoughts of Mm -hmm. that kind of being surrounded by these images of this woman and they used to have a giggle over the whole, sure she was an unmarried mother, like sure she was pregnant and young and no
1: yeah, but this is it. like the same way. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't have my man.
0: Yeah, and we're we've been stuck in here. We're being thrown in
1: here. Yeah, like so the the level of, um, so she you're not allowed to feel a camaraderie with her. You're not allowed to feel, even though she's meant to represent you. There's it's 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 structured, so you never feel complete affinity with her.
0: Yeah, Which must be awfully lonely for Mary.
1: Oh, listen. Poor Mary.
0: No, I, I just. No, I think I you're, know. you're right. Actually, yeah. like Poor it must Mary. be. It must be such a horror. Like to if you were this figure, watching all of the shit that women have gone through in your name,
1: and not being able and, to.
0: Yeah, and yeah. not being able to do anything about it.
1: Yeah. Truly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And having some kid go on, not today, Mary, I can't cope with you calling today. Yeah, often, too much I have to too do. much to do.
1: There's <laughs> Matt's homework. I said I did I didn't do it. <laughs> I need to do it right now. It's after Dallas. Oh. Yeah. all oh, the days of Dallas. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like this, And this idea of, you know, thinking back to this idea that your life was finished if you had a baby you're an unmarried mother like oh that's it done now Mm -hmm. and and the fact that that (laughs) that you had to stop after that (laughs) like that your life is in stasis frozen to devote yourself to somebody else
0: yeah well even the whole thing of like she didn't even get to enjoy sex Oh, I no, love her like, yeah, she didn't get to do that. So, yeah. And then this idea that women aren't supposed to enjoy sex,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah, yeah, that's huge, yeah.
0: That you know, we, we're only there for procreation, yeah. And the man can enjoy it, I and mean, yeah. we have to, and then we have to ask forgiveness, we have to ask for forgiveness. But it goes back to sorrow, yeah,
1: it goes back to succumbing and to grieving. That our purpose is to mourn. And atone and grieve the sins of the men.
0: Yeah. Weird. Yeah, I've, and I've been looking at um, the Keenan songs and the, the idea of the Keenan sort of like poetry, some, some one of the other interviews, um, it was pointed out that there's lots of male Irish poets, like sort of going back, but historically very few female known poets and a lot of the female poetry would have been then, would have been represented as the the Keenan songs. I really like that idea. Well I, I think it's shit, formally can say, but I, I think it's shit that women do not get represented as poets uh, historically. Um, but What's that
1: famous one, Queen of Artillery, is it? Yeah. That's in Cork. Is that the one in art? Uh, she wrote it. It's her. No?
0: I'm not sure. I don't know. I But I will look this
1: up. Because. And there's also a court on Mani. The Midnight Court. Oh, okay. Which is um, an old Irish I don't know who it's written by. I, but it's about women taking men to court. <gasps> And it's about um, a group of women uh, who—it's sort of one of those Ashlings, one of those um, uh, like a dream. And he dreams that he's in this courthouse, and women are accusing him of all the ills of the world. Wow. Okay, I'm gonna have to look that. up. I definitely will. but the Midnight Court. It's—it's it's, actually it's not a—it's not a female writer. What's his name? Sorry, this has all been dug up from the uh, and <laughs> the swamp. Okay, but yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> no, that's cool. Um, yeah, I've been learning Irish and um, for, since January because I never had the opportunity yeah. to learn Irish. And because course my partner's from Waterford, so um, I feel like I like going into I love going into there's a bar in Maharothe, and um, so like and the the Gaelic yeah, just just like where all the students go, they always end up in the bar. It's great. I love like sitting listening to what's... And even even sitting in, in Bocara, and I think it was in there one night, it was before I made the decision that, like, I, that's it, I'm, I'm totally learning Irish. I have I was in there one night there was a group of girls in, and they were all just having the best crack, having this really animated and lively discussion, but everything was in Irish. It's like, it's fucking class. So it's, it's very hard
1: to, to learn, isn't it?
0: it is but it makes a lot of stuff make sense right okay so like the whole thing where people put the extra syllable in film makes sense now why well because like um so orm orm there's no extra syllable in like it's when it's written orm
1: oh orm yes gotcha orm film yeah 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 gotcha or like yeah, there you know. are
0: other there are other words, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but that was the one where I went. Oh, that makes oh, sense. Right. okay. Um, and some of the some of the way that, the way that words are pronounced here in in dairy, like we have that, and um, and and it and it's like right okay, now that those pet hates that really irked me, for a long time. <laughs> now they make sense, and now I understand why that is yeah. yeah or conjugation of verbs and um, are yeah
1: yeah yeah
0: those, those things so yeah from yeah from yeah 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 really get you. inquisitive inquisitive point of view i'm like oh, it's fascinating and everything. Oh, And
1: it's great to come at it at this age as well you know so you can see you can draw the links there you know
0: yeah what time is that? oh i don't know but we can totally end yeah it there. thank you so much Not for bad.
1: doing this it was great and um Not at all, I'm just, uh, I just went,
0: oh, I'm. Thank you for listening to this episode 13, All for the Love of Mary podcast. Huge thank you to the Arts Council of Northern Ireland for their support in allowing me to be able to carry out this project Massive, massive thank you to Siobhan McSweeney for graciously taking time out of her very busy schedule and allowing me to have that conversation with her. Um, keep listening in. Next podcast on the list is probably the shortest out of all of them. Um, it was a total impromptu, like unplanned, just happened, really organic um, in Kerrytown um so like subscribe share do all of that stuff um keep supporting this project um, and thank you for your continued support of the project and i will catch you next time